my goodness, we made it through. We made it. We made it through. <laughs> oh my goodness, Craig has made it through quite a few glasses of wine already. Um, we're here. And maybe at, more to come. Maybe more to come. We're here we'll at Love see. and Exile in Nashville, Tennessee with our diehards. Everybody wave. Hello. They What's can't up, see you, but we can see I you. I can see through the ring. <laughs> yeah. quite a perspective. Oh man. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast presented by Four Peaks. Thank you, Four Peaks. We miss you. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review i'm leah here with pd and craig it feels like the three of us have barely done shows all just the three of us so we've been here for four days and i don't know if i really felt like i've been around you guys much like it's been like yesterday was is a sad separation you guys worked really hard and today we were all boots on the ground at round two and again everybody's got their own two three four five six and seven yep got a lot we've got our own (laughs) jobs to do and so we haven't really had a chance to do this for a while so it's really nice yeah it's it's really nice Uh, how's everybody feeling about this week so i was weary when we walked out of the the draft today and i I think the second day of the draft will always do that to you once you get to like rounds four five six seven thank god not eight and nine it gets a little weary you know you you look at the players going and you're like i don't know any of these guys i can't offer commentary on any of these guys and i'm probably never going to have to talk about most of these guys ever again after today so it's it's sobering in that sense but we got back to the Airbnb. We had some coffee. That, thank you for the coffee, Ron. We rallied. We had some coffee. We got here to Love and Exile. Tyler Alkins is hooking us up. He will be on the show for a five-minute segment. Um, this is a great great spot, and I'm feeling you, good You can again. see the wall. Yeah, we got a tour of the, the place. wall behind us. We the, went down in the basement where he keeps the bodies. Not really. Um, and right. we're having a blast I missed, now. I missed that part. <laughs> yes. We're having a blast. Yeah, we are absolutely having a blast. What a week it's been in Nashville. Um, you just mentioned we can't offer much analysis on the players. We're not the draft experts, but we can offer you this. They drafted size. Um, they, oh, <laughs> holy shnikey. They are yeah. all over six feet. The shortest guy in this draft, 12 picks, none under six feet tall. Yeah, the Minnesota kid, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's, that's the one place where you can afford to look at skill. Yeah, you know, Minnesota. You know, you Minnesota. Good Minnesota kid, and we will talk about that Minnesota kid a little bit later. Really? So we've okay. talked about it. I understand Bill's motivation to, to go for size, and he talked about it, that in St. Louis, and you talked about we talked about Petrangelo, we talked about Perrieco, we talked about they, they started with the big guys coming out. I get it. Last year's draft was focused at Logan Cooley. We, we, it's not a big guy. Uh, Dylan Gunther, not a big guy. Matias Michelli, uh, Geeky's a little bigger. Clayton he's not Keller. A big guy. Clayton Keller. So we, if you want to have that kind of skill, that kind of speed, and that kind of size, and you want to win, you need to protect those guys. We started with Jack McBain last year, and, and Lawson Krause, too. So we've got some of that size. Yeah. I think what this did, the reality is, not all the players they drafted are going to play. Yep. So Most we, of them. Right. True. So, so they need to. They need a few of these guys to pan out at that size. And yes, that makes a difference. Look at the Vegas Golden Knights and how they defended. It makes a difference. So yeah. I, I do think thinks. How I many, do think I, I do think that the size makes a difference. Um, the biggest issue I'm having over this last two days of draft talk is I don't know. And and what I don't know, I don't know. And it really bothers me that I can't evaluate. I can tell you what's going on with Clayton Keller's game. I can tell you when he doesn't drive the net or when he's not back checking. I don't know these guys. I want to know them. We're going to get a chance to look at them next week. But but the real evaluation of this guy is so far away right now. Yes, it is. I mean, it's a, we're talking about the two Russians. That's two years more in, in, in the KHL. So it's three years from now. So... I want everybody, we talked about last night, pump the brakes a little bit. I'm not saying they nailed it and what a great find and they did amazing. And I'm also not saying they blew it because I really don't know. Mm. We sat here and talked about Brendan Perlini. What a draft pick. Yep. Um, Gormley. Oh my gosh, Gormley's. Well, he's the next coming in the, at the back end. He's unbelievable. No. Mark Byzantine. No. Boy. So so we, we've talked to you so highly about those guys, and they were so highly coveted in the draft, and yet they don't pan out. And and then conversely, you look at guys drafted later that work out. So you just, we don't know. And that's yeah. what's so frustrating to me because I'd like to say Shimashev. I did talk to a lot of scouts, GMs, and staff people today. Shimashev was on their lists. Yes. Shimashev, we might not have talked about it in the mock draft, but he, the teams I talked to said he was going in the teens. He was going to be gone. And so I understand the Coyote's fear of not waiting till 12. I said yesterday I thought they could have waited till 12 and got him. 
after talking to people, I was wrong. And that's what um, Daryl Poindowski said to us after the draft ended, because they, they were asked, would you have considered even maybe trading back a little? And they said they thought about it, but they would have been devastated if they lost out on him. So they just thought, we have the pick. Why not go for it? Because, yeah, he's the guy that they invested a lot of time. And we, we've heard the story now how they, they got into Belarus to see a tournament to watch these guys play live, which you knew was a pre- prerequisite of spending the number six pick, even the number 12 pick yeah. on a guy. You got to see him live. You can't. You can't go off video scouting and say, yeah, I've got a clear picture of him. No, you don't get a clear picture from video scouting. You don't even get a clear picture from talking to people in his life because a lot of times, as we know, people will lie. They'll build up their guy. Yeah. you got to go see the guy. you got to see how he reacts away from the puck, how he reacts with his teammates. What And, and you got to see with his parents. you got to get, get to know his family. All of that they did. They were able to do. Not a lot of teams got to do those live viewings. Those, I think that, that might have contributed to where Simashev was ranked. But again, like you said, we don't know. We don't know. At this point, what they love about the guy is he's six foot four and he can skate. skate. Man, skate. he can skate. He's a terrific skater. And you want I don't know if you watch the highlights of the way he handles the puck too. There's a lot to like there's there a, that I, you can work with. I think there's an offensive upside still with him. I, yeah. I don't think we've tapped into what he can do offensively. The one big key for me, and I just talked to some people back in Arizona earlier um, on the radio, and they, we talked about what do I look for. I like guys that can skate. Because we, I've been there where we crafted, we, this team has drafted guys that they said, oh, he just needs to skate a little better. We'll get him with a skating coach. We'll get him with skating. It doesn't work. Nope. If you're 18, 19 years old and you can't skate, guess what? You're going to be 22 and 23 and can't There's skate. There's only incremental improvements that you, you can do it. That's at, very at small, that right? age and that skill to make improvements where you're going to be, okay, now he can yeah. skate. It's just not going to happen. So the skill set that Chimashev has, you talk about a big man that can skate. I think the puck possession and the puck and the offensive puck moving stuff is going to come. I really, really do. So this could be a huge pick. Like if this guy, and I'm talking, people are saying top pair. If he's a top four defenseman that eats 22 to 24 minutes a game, can play defensive side of the puck and not hurt you offensively. Yeah. I It's a win for me, but you don't know. I don't know. I'm in the same place, though. Like, I, I know some people are like, well, Ryan Leonard was there, too. And I, oh, listen, I like Ryan Leonard. From what I've seen of him and read about him, he seems to be a very good prospect. But if I'm comparing those two positions, I know people hate hearing yeah. this from John, about John Chica, but John Chica always used to talk about premium positions. Those positions are center and defense. Yeah. So if you can get a top six wing or you can get a top four defenseman, I'm taking the defensemen. Defense, They're so much more important to team success. We said this, too, on one of our preview shows. When you talk about those two positions specifically, a forward and a defenseman, the forward is going to make a bigger impact on his team from the draft at a younger age yeah. than the defenseman. You can get in, you can come into the NHL at 19 or 20 and go, okay, I'm really fast. i got really good hands. I'll make a difference. 19 and 20-year-old defenseman, man, it's hard. Yeah, like you're, 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 go. you're, you're going against men in the corner. You're trying to cover the front of the net. It's a it's a much 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 deeper learning curve. So to be six foot five, two hundred pounds at eighteen, nineteen, and you can skate. I'm excited to see him. I, I just, it gets happens every draft year. We get so excited about these guys, and then they're just poof, they're gone. Yeah, and and then it's it's years on the road, and we talk about Michelli. Well, we forgot about Michelli's draft. Now Michelli's a player. Yep. So it, it we will be talking about Shimashev in the future. It's just going to take some time. Yep. But go ahead. I don't know if you want to say more on it, but I have other thoughts. We can no. keep going on this. Surprisingly, PD and I can keep talking about this. You That's what we do. Think, I mean, I was just gonna, I was just gonna move on. But if we you want, if you have another well, comment, go yeah, for it. I'll just sit here and drink my lovely prosecco. There, there are concerns. I know there are concerns. Like, can they get them over? There, there are always those concerns with Russian players. Well, if they come over, will they be willing to play in the AHL? You never know for certain, right? But the Coyotes did their homework. They 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 talked to the parents. They met the kids. You, you heard the kids, what they said when they're there. Yeah. Can't wait to do this. They talked to the agent. Would he be willing to do this? If you end up in the AHL, is this a situation where he's, yeah. he's going to balk and say, no, I, I either play in the NHL or I'm staying in Russia? They don't get the sense. You never really know. You never really know until that moment comes up. But they don't get the sense that either one of these kids is that sort of Prima Donna, who's like, I got to play in the NHL, otherwise I'm not going to be here. I'll make one last comment on the first round picks, and I, and it's, it was about Daniel Boot, and he's another player that I think the people that I talked to said yes, they probably could have picked him up later. That that I've heard that that's a stretch. Yeah, he may be outstanding. They think he's grown since they last saw him. They they even Bill Armstrong said he might be six six now, and he's a skilled guy at six foot six, six foot five, whatever you want to say. But the look on Shimishev's face yeah. when they drafted Daniil Boot. Yeah. Oh, my God. That video was unreal that so he was live on the air. If this is your guy, 
If, the, if Shimashev is the guy that's going to carry this team to the promised land and have the parade down Mill Avenue, no, wherever we're going to Country Club? No. Country no, Club? Mill, we don't know. no Tempe. We don't know yet. Country Club? Maybe just down the 101. The 101. Yeah, the 101. So the 101, 202, and the 60. So if, if Shimashev's the guy that's going to get you there and you draft a good player that makes him a great player, hell yeah. You make him happy. You make him want to come over. You make him want to play on this team. You make him happy while he's at this team. Because we've been there, Craig, you and I have been around those teams when that, they have a guy that's he's the only Czech player on the team or the Russian on the team. It's hard. It is. You can't communicate. You feel like you're on an island and you're alone. And it's really, really hard to acclimate and be a part of a team. I think I think Daniil Boot could have been there later. Yeah. But. If they missed him. If you miss him and you missed a chance to make the player you feel is going to be the guy. Yeah. And you miss that opportunity, then I. So I've come around a lot from where I was 24 hours ago. I do understand the fans looking at us and go, "What the?" And and I blame us. We've been talking about Ryan Leonard and, and all of those names for a month, and we don't know. We do it based on what the people that do know know. Yeah, it's not. It's not us. Don't say blame us. Like, it's, it's like I don't know Ryan Leonard. It's funny to... after the draft. Like I, I, yes. you know the guys that we rely on, and I respect all the guys yeah. we rely on. Corey Promen, who is really high on Simashev, by yeah. the way, yeah. loves the kid. Yeah. Thinks yeah. He definitely has top pair potential, but didn't have him mocked that high, right? Yeah. Chris Peters really respects him as well. Craig Button, you guys talked to. Yeah. yeah. So all these people like him, but they didn't have him mocked that high. But it was crazy after after they made the pick. You have scouting services reaching out to you saying. We had him number five. We had him number six. So they're all over the map, too. Yeah. Again, nobody knows. Nobody yeah. knows. Yeah. The interesting thing about Boot, when I was talking to Chris Peters again yesterday, he said he may have the highest ceiling in this draft. Don't know. If if he hits, he said he could be a superstar. Wow. What he doesn't know is wow. if he can process the game at the speed wow. that he needs to in the NHL. But in terms of ceiling, what he's heard from the scouts is wow. this guy might have the highest ceiling in the draft. So are we going to watch the KHL next year? Can we? I don't know. Post-game shows would be like Maybe we at least get into Belarus and watch <laughs> some games. Here's Craig and Petey breaking down the noon and, KHL and listen, scoreboard. I know, Craig, I know you don't like draft grades, but oh, um, Corey Promen did give the Coyotes an A-. minus. Oh. Um, and I just want to read a sentence from his analysis. Um, he said, I thought they were high echelon pro prospects and guys who, if they played in the OHL, would have no doubt been top 10 picks this season in the public discourse. It's a risk by Arizona in taking both of them and getting them signed given the issues with their arena. But on talent, they deserve to be picked where they did. Wow. So I was right. Right. I there trust him it. more than you trust and again, me. This goes back to the, the live viewings thing, right? Yep. Not a lot of people saw Russian players. Coyotes found a way to do it, yeah. which is a story that I can't wait to write in detail. Okay. Go ahead. So, no, there's one more thing I want to say. Sure. So, <laughs> one more thing I want to say. That's I been you guys both for the, the last, last 10 minutes. <laughs> Good Lord. So, th- that's Corey Promen said that, right? You said, yes. oh, great picks. Well, why in the hell didn't you say that a, a goddamn week ago? Thank you. Now, when you were on our show, we're Corey. Com- now we're all coming out and saying, oh, I had that guy really high. Well, no, you didn't. I, no, you didn't. You had him at 22. No, you had him at 19. You didn't have him at 6. Don't tell me two days later, oh, he's really good. No. Tell me before. Oh, well. Um, Well, well, we got to talk to the head scouts for the Arizona Coyotes who actually got to see these guys in person. We're also going to dive into rounds two through seven here. We are. In a little bit. I'm not not sure how deep we dive. dive. (laughs) No, but but we did one yesterday. That's right. We were there. I was there. Yesterday, and that's today. No, I died one on one. That was yesterday. Oh, yeah. You, you guys. I did yeah. all this already. I forgot. Yeah. Exactly. I knew it sounded familiar. You guys just <laughs> kept talking. Um, but we did get to talk to Daryl Plandowski and Ryan Jankowski. Can they make that harder for us? Um, I love that they're both skis. Oh, my goodness. Um, to talk to them a little bit about you know their process for this draft and kind of overall what the outlook for the future is now for this team that they've had the drafts they have. I think it was something like 31 draft picks over the last three seasons, something crazy like that. Um, so we got to speak to the scouts on how they feel about the current prospect pool, and this is what they had to say. We like to think so. I mean, we've got picks the next couple of years where high picks, which is always exciting for the staff. But it allows you to stack players and um, see how they develop. But we have lots of good picks and lots of good prospects right now, and we'll just see over the next couple of years how they develop. I do feel it's an exciting time. You know, we were excited after last year's draft with the three first-rounders. Now we add in the forward, the defenseman, and the goalie, and it's starting to round out even more now, and that's Bill's plan, right? Round this out with really top-notch prospects and a lot of draft picks so that we have have, um, we have what I call stock the cupboards. Stock the cupboards. Stock the cupboards. And it's so true. Like, 
you, you look at they're trying to build a well-rounded team, not just draft a bunch of high-end yeah. skill guys. Like that's not how you build a team. Hockey more than, I mean, maybe football, but hockey more than basketball. Let's say like you need a well-rounded team. You need that depth, and you know, look at look at the Golden Knights and and the team they just put up to win the cup, and how that team was built in terms of you know how the, the different types of players and what they brought so i thought that was an, an interesting mm-hmm. an uh, interesting comment and i'll say this we talked about how building a team and getting guys in spots i can go back and it's not that in too distant future past the distant future um the evans and others when you had four top picks year after year they had four of the number one picks over six year span but they got the, all the same player you got, the, you got the small skill guy, and you picked the best skilled guy overall. If they would have picked for need and fit, maybe their outcome ends up a little bit different. They, they ended up taking it. He's the skill guy, and here's what everybody said we should pick, so we should pick him. I do agree with Bill that you pick your spots, and I've said this before. If you can draft a player on your roster, and he's your third-line right wing, but he plays for you for a decade, and he's a consistent NHL player, and he puts in 70 to 80 games a year, that is a win in the draft. I don't care if he's in the first round, third round, fifth round. If you have your third-line right winger, it's great. Every team needs that first-line winger, but it's the second-line, third-line. You saw the playoffs? Yeah. The Vegas Vegas wins because of their depth, yep. period. Like that's a, they, wore down, they, they wore down their opponent the entire playoffs because they were deep. And I, and I think that we have to believe in Bill building a team right now, and I, I do— and I hope years from now, I'm saying that was the right guy. And not just Bill, right? The, the guys that we just yes. heard from, right? I, I, I want to reiterate that, like how how well-respected Daryl Plandowski is around the league. And you know this as well. Look look at his work in Tampa Bay. This this is a guy where you can you can talk to scouts all around the league and ask them about Daryl Plandowski, and they'll, they'll tell you he's spectacular at his job. Again, that doesn't mean he's going to get it all right. He's going to yeah. get more wrong than right. Yeah. That's the nature of the business when you're drafting 17 and 18-year-olds. But this guy puts in the work. This guy has the acumen. He knows what he's doing. He was a great hire. So you you have to put your faith in these guys and not pay as much attention to draft boards, mock drafts, media-driven stuff. It, I, I know it's keep watching it's, it's, the mock drafts yeah, though. Well, and I the mean, if we do them again, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think we got two picks right in ours. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, if, if you want an all. exercise when you when you start critiquing a draft right after it happens, if you want an exercise to Test yourself. Go back and look at previous mock drafts. Yeah. How the first first round looked in a mock draft, what it actually ended up being, and then see how the guys the performed. Outcome. Go yep. ahead. Go take a look at it. You're going to find Im- <laughs> immense disparity. Yes. Um, yeah. One more one more thing from the scouts before we move on to what happened today. Um, got to talk to them about the position groups, and that's something we talked a lot about le- in the weeks leading up to the draft. You know, obviously they drafted a guy that they think is going to be a top defenseman. They went out and drafted three goalies, which we're going to dive into in a couple minutes um, today as well. So we asked them, you know, where do you see the position groups at prospect pool at this point in time? And then what's the outlook, you know, in next year's draft, let's say. Um, And this is what the scouts had to say on that. I think we wanted to get a defenseman. Getting getting uh, our defenseman right away and then getting a forward. I think going forward, we feel, and then getting three def- three goalies, I think going forward, we feel like we're we're even. We don't feel that we have a hole at any position. Next year, we can draft any kid at any position. And that's the nice part. We didn't get defenseman heavy. We didn't get forward heavy. We're not goaltender heavy. We're just kind of at a nice, nice even keel. Yeah. So he, so Daryl Wendowski says they're even, and now it's they can just draft the best players <laughs> available. We'll Joel. see. Well, Joel is here, and he's clearly had too much wine. <laughs> I, I can't see. Well, there's Joel right there. Yeah. Joel, Joel said more mock Joel's drafts. Joel's basically just hopping the set right now. Yeah. More mock drafts from Joel. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. I had a great time. Oh, yeah. man. So I know you're going to get to ads here, and we need to get at, to ads at some point. PD and I need to just shut up for a while. But <laughs> you guys have had too many drinks. But I, I, I don't feel like I got the full answer of what I asked today when I asked him. You know, they, they clearly drafted three goaltenders today. So I, I know Bill's philosophy is to draft a goalie each year and keep the stockpile coming. But at some point, as these guys come through the system, you don't have anywhere for them to play. Yeah. You, you can only afford a certain yeah. amount of goaltenders in the system at any time. But I was more curious yeah. about how they felt about the forward prospect pool and the defense prospects pool. We don't know yet if they even have a number one defenseman in, in the system. Maybe Simashev is that guy. I don't know that you could say that about anybody else having that sort of upside. Yeah. So do they have that piece yet? I don't know. Do they have a number one center? Maybe Logan Cooley. If, if Logan Cooley is the number one center, 
they definitely don't have a number two center. There are holes still in this prospect pool that they need to fill at yeah. some point. Maybe it doesn't all happen through the draft. It's really hard to get those premium positions, though, anywhere other than the draft. Yep. Yep. Well, for the amateur scouts, they can finally relax. It's time. It's, it's, the pro scouts are the ones that they have to start picking it up because free yeah. agencies Saturday and we're going to preview it all tomorrow. That'll be a very tired show on our behalf, but we are still going to preview yep. NHL free agency. But for the amateur scouts, I hope that they take a break. Maybe hit the what golf course. Do? Hit the golf, golf? course. Um, and if they do, I'd recommend they check out Pins and Aces wow. to grab Fire. themselves some awesome golf gear, golf apparel. They can get the beer sleeve that keeps your beer cold in your golf bag. Tons of great stuff at Pins and Aces. So make sure you check out pinsandaces.com and use that code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's Pins and Aces. Dot com, and then maybe after they hit the links, they can head down to Mill Ave and stop by Illegal Pete's for an ice-cold margarita. Oh. Ooh, that sounds good. Do you know my kids have not been to Illegal Pete's yet? That yeah, seems that like a like, parenting thing. I was just going to say, yeah. totally yeah. parenting. That, that's that's that, on you. That your kids, don't, your kids don't even drive, so you're the one who needs to drive that them That cuisine there. is right up there. Literally, right yeah. to get them there. It's your fault. Well, Probably is. They're too, they're too young to drink, but you can... you too young to eat. No, no, no! But Margarita Monday. I was gonna oh, say you should go, go on. I was gonna. Monday. I was originally gonna say you can <laughs> yeah, go on Margarita Monday. The only fiends is about Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. So. <laughs> Kick off your week with Margarita Monday at Illegal Pete's, exclusive to Arizona locations. Three dollar margs all day, every Monday. Nothing brightens up that Monday mood more than soaking up the sun with a few margaritas and then Taco Tuesdays. This is your family does Taco we Tuesday, do ta- and this is when you. Sh- yeah. This is when you should take your kids. You're right. Yeah. Next so, Tuesday. Yeah, Taco Tuesday. Fourth of July. Uh, <laughs> Maybe the, okay. one right, the one after. Uh, Do we be in Bill Armstrong's backyard then? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows at this yeah. point? $2 tacos all day, every Tuesday. Enjoy your favorite chicken, pork, and veggie tacos for just 2 bucks. So swing by and start your week off the right way at Illegal Pete's. All right. Let's dive a little bit into what happened today. Obviously, we can't go... S- so deep we didn't yes, get we'll to talk quick. we didn't get to talk to yes. the, the back half guys just, but just just go out and say it this is we the, know nothing yeah the big besides the size and besides picking 12 players the three other goalies. big things that happened today no was that they picked three goalies crazy um and Which i joked about with them and they laughed <laughs> yeah, so, we're, yeah, tec- yeah. We're, so we're technically one goalie short here yeah th- I, there's too many goalies i'm surrounded by goalies constantly <laughs> help me um but they, they went out and picked a goalie at the earliest possible place they could today. Round two, pick 38. So the sixth pick in the second round. Um, and it kind of, they it wasn't the first goalie picked in this draft, but it kind of was part of a huge run of goalies that went in the second. Um, Michael, how do you say his last name? Rabel. Rabel? Yep. Michael Rabel. Um, huge guy, first of all. he I was waiting huge. for him in the hall. He walked in and I was like, oh my God. And I'm right? tall. Yeah, um, six six. 209 pounds. Crazy. Yeah. And may still be growing. He said maybe I may add another half inch. I think he's technically like 6'6 and a quarter or 6'6 and a half right now. So we may end up at 6'7. But what was the one question that PD asked during the scrum? (laughs) About the reverse VH. Exactly. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, I, I'm so. Uh, I had said, a goalie in said, front of me. He said he leaves a small. Seven. He said he leaves a small hole, but, but he, he never did say he never, never let in, in a reverse years, V. In the last two years, yeah. I can't remember so ever. So I said, okay, we're good. Yeah, and that was it. He was awesome. like, for a guy that's six but seven, asked, it's probably like this, right? Just the the width yes, of a puck. But I don't want to see it. He's six foot seven. I'm five ten. I'm not. <laughs> So when I stand up, I don't hit the post. He's leaning down and he hits the post. That's so he crazy. Better not, so the time was okay. We're we're on good. We're good. Crazy. But it, it was funny. We asked him about his height and size and if he's always been the biggest. And he said, well, his classmate was actually pretty big because his classmate's uncle was Zidane Chara. How crazy was that? <laughs> that I was a crazy that. story. And um, the other story that he told, uh, his flight in Newark oh was Oh, my God. Oh. Sounds, it sounds like Newark us last year. So his 22-year-old sister did the entire drive. And somebody asked, yes. did you want to split it with him? He's like, I don't have my license. Yeah. Parents so, don't have a license. Well, they didn't. Yeah. They have and, one, but they didn't bring it with them. Yeah. 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 So Crazy. the sister had a drive from yeah. Newark. Came through in the clutch. 15 yeah. hours. We should have drove here. We could leave. You and I could leave after the show. Well, yeah, no, you guys. Show, yeah, here. Not, 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 not all the wine you've had to drink. Probably not. No. Oh, yeah, man. What else do we ask him? I'm trying to remember. Do so, we ask him about feral people? No. There's the first reference. All right, let's get serious, though. Um, it, it is interesting because he is a Czech goalie, yes. but he's in the U.S. North American, um, yeah. And he's going to college next year. So we asked him, you know, why did you choose this path from the U.S. 
USHL to the NCAA, um, and this is what he had to say on that. Uh, my parents, they were always very strict about education, so for me education is, is between number one and number two with hockey. And I think NCAA is the best, best thing for hockey and, and at the same time studying. Uh, that, that's why we chose the, chose the path of college and the USHL was, was the best league for me to play in and uh, uh, being able to play NCAA and that's, that's where I'm going from this fall and I'm, I'm excited to en enroll into UMass. You know, we've been talking a lot about how the NCAA is becoming a, a huge option for players, not just American players. And I think this is a perfect example. Um, and also one of a few players we talked to today who talked about the importance of education to right, them. being academically yeah. inclined. Like it was, it was the answer that every parent wants to hear when their kid is speaking, right? Well, I care about education. My parents always stress this to me. Oh, he actually listened to me for a change. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was, he was a great guy. Really excited. Um, to, yeah. to see what what he can be potentially, and, and we asked, or someone asked if he knew Karel Vamelka because another Czech goalie in the system. He he knew of him, of course. Uh, I don't know if he'd met him personally, but exciting goalie prospect for this team, and one that was ranked um, number two among international goalies by Central Scouting. But I think he was a top-rated goalie, and uh, a number of like I think he was. Chris Peters yeah. had him top uh, yeah. thirty-two, maybe or thirty-four. I can't remember. Bob McKenzie thirty-nine. A lot of people, and again, remember, goalies are not going in the first round much anymore unless yeah. you're like just a can't-miss guy yeah. like an Andre Vasilevsky or even earlier Mark Rodefoy, guys like that. They don't go in the first round anymore because it's considered too much of a risk with their development curve. And then really the live viewings you often get in their draft-eligible year, they're often in a backup situation in a lot of places. So it's really hard to evaluate goalies. So this is a really intriguing prospect for me. They needed... They needed someone that they at least believe has high-end potential on the, on the goalie front. We've talked a lot about the goal, Coyotes' weird goalie history. They have never yeah. drafted and developed a, a true a starting goaltender in the NHL, yeah. and yet they've had all these great guys come through. Maybe this is the guy that finally changes that narrative. Maybe. And I know we're going to talk more goaltending here, so I'll save my overall arching theory until after. But I, I, I like the kid's size. Mm -hmm. and one, of the, one of the guys, if you want to be successful in today's NHL, unfortunately for small goalies like ourselves, you've got to be, you've got to be big. Well, it's funny because have to be. in person, so I stood near yeah. uh, Connor Hellybuck and Carey Price in the last yeah. week just because of everyone yep. being around. And the thing I noticed about both of them is they are extremely tall. Yeah. And they are two of the, the best goalies yeah. in the National Hockey League in the last And they're not years. even the big ones anymore. So no. You look, like, you look at Vasilevsky and Darcy Kemper. And, but and I even noticed the height on them. Yeah. So I, 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 th I like that. One of the things that I gravitated to that he said, because he talked about his size, is he, said, he said, somebody asked him about his skill, and he goes, I'm big, but I can skate and move really well. Well, a lot of big guys are a little more clumsy and have more difficulties in moving around the net. So if he has that combination of size and speed around the net. Athleticism, yeah. Athleticism, that's going to be really exciting to watch. Um, I'm worried again because, no, but it, 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 there's so long. The de development time for a goalie is so long. I like that they hedged their bets and got more than one. Yep. Yeah. They said, we need backups. That's yeah. literally what the scouts said. <laughs> yeah. But they had the opportunity. And that's what we talked about in this draft. They needed to come out of here. One of these guys needs to hit one of the three. And, that, mm -hmm. and that's something that Ryan Jankowski touched on as well. Um, just when you have this many picks, you, you're you able to do things like this yeah. and pick more than one yeah. person of, of a position. Um, and, yeah, you're right. If one if one hits, then it's a complete win. They also took Melker Thielen. What a name, Melker. Um, yeah, Swedish kid, round five, pick big, 134, 6'2", right? 170 yeah. pounds out of Sweden. And then the other guy they took was Carson Musser, 6'4", uh, 215 pounds. He's from the USA U18 team. going to play for Colorado College next year. Round six, pick 166. So, so here's the here's – Goalie hall. Here's how this works. One guy hits, it's a win. Okay? Yep. Two or three guys hit, there's, there's a problem. No more for them to play because you have six spots. You got two here, Trade two them and two signings. Get so get there's, and that's where I was going. Yeah. And that's what Mike McKenna said to be in the something work before the draft. If you hit you one, want, it's great. You want that situation where you have more than one, and then yep. you have, if you can't find a place to play them, then you, you have you assets. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I. It, I see it as a win-win. We've talked about where Prozvitov can be over the next few years, and this could be a, a, a signal that Prozvitov's days 
are, are either well, numbered he, or he better play. He's on notice, right? Yeah, yep. He is on notice now. That somebody's coming for your job. Yep. Yeah. So he not is. just one goalie knocking at his door. It's three. And they're really, really big. <laughs> yeah. aside, aside from Anson Thornton and... and uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Rasmus Coronet. Yeah. So, so now they got like five guys down on that level. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a team that we came into this job saying they needed to get some depth at goaltending, and now they have that. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's the goalies. I want to talk a little bit about the round three guys because they were those were the guys we also got to meet today as well. Um, Jonathan Castagna. Castagna. I'm going with Costanza, but that's, Costanza. we should just go. With, we should just call him. Oh, Costanza. so this is so this is what Shane Shane and I decided because. Castagna, you can be like Castagna, oh, and then yeah, we can add him too. on Michelli and Castagna. That was oh, you, Sean. Oh, I sorry. You She's just, credit. You always you're, you're right. You're right. I still like Castagna, though. I like Petey's idea. Uh, <laughs> they got uh, maybe a hand model. Yeah. <laughs> I got so many. If you know, you know. Noel Nord, Tanner Ludke, Minnesota kid, and Vadim Moroz. Can I say that? Talk to the Minnesota kid. What did you just say? Moroz. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds right. <laughs> so with Tanner Ludke, uh, we got a chance to walk and talk with Tanner Where's Ludke he today. From? He's a Minnesota kid. Surprisingly, no of all the draft guys I talked to today, the one I decided to walk and talk with happened to be from Minnesota. Is, is that, was that an, after the fact or was that part of the decision? I, I, it's for the it's for people to decide. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a nice little walk and talk. I don't know when that will ever be soon, right? People can see it soon. Yeah, probably you know, tomorrow or the middle. Probably a lot of people actually. Uh, I'm out on the court. Yeah. Of course, you met some people. Yeah. Some whose identity is in question. But can you can you tell us about a little encounter with a, a mascot today? I we didn't we didn't we don't have that footage, do we? Not for the no, show. That's why you need show. to tell people. No, but I, the I, diehards we, were there. I ran into Nash, the the national <laughs> mascot. Tyson. Not no. the, the national mascot. And, and, and the interesting thing is, he communicated about as well as the the second pick, Daniel Boot. They spoke about as much English, and Nash doesn't talk. So, yep. <laughs> go from there. Uh, yeah, wow. look for that on our, our day three recap after we get on the plane at five in the morning. By the way, who the hell is our travel agent? Like, what the hell Allie. is that, buddy? Oh, you can't blame Ali. Sat in an airport for like six hours today. Yeah, okay. For Allie today. Yeah. But seriously, like five a.m. Boy, howdy. Um, Boy, howdy. A couple of other things on the, these round three guys we talked they're about. They're also all tall. We t- they're all tall, all over six feet. Um, we we talked about. Um, the goalie being an intellectual. Well, Jonathan Castagna, he uh, is also an yep. intellectual. He's going to Cornell, Cornell. Um, and he's kind of Ivy on. Kid. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of on a more non-traditional path um, as far as it goes in Canada. He was uh, did yes, yeah, St. Yeah, Andrews, Andrews. Instead of taking the junior route, which was really yeah. interesting, he was probably and not just because he was one of the few guys that spoke English. Just he was one of the most articulate. You can tell this is an intelligent guy. Um, So we asked him about why he chose this path um, to go to St. Andrews, a little bit more untraditional. Um, And this is what he had to say on that. Yeah, I think on the surface level, you could say uh, the development time. And I have an extra year of development than a lot of these uh, major junior guys who maybe have three more years uh, of playing. So just a longer development route and playing against older guys all around. I think the average age of playing Division One hockey is definitely higher than uh, going the major junior route. So in saying that, I think the, the hockey is a little more physical and, and fast and competitive with those older and, and more mature players. Another guy who Very opted for college, though. Another yeah. guy who opted for college, and and obviously education is important to him. It's another you know reason that he mentioned, but the extra year of development that that mm-hmm. going to college grants you. Um, just think his path is really interesting. But I've Canadian. always been I've always been a proponent, and we've talked about this often. I'm a big proponent of the NCAA path. Me too. Unless. You're talking top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're talking about a guy that, that just needs to be game ready. Because one of the things the NCAA allows you to do, you practice so much more than you do a major junior. So you're allowed to to develop more, fine-tune your game, learn the game more. You're also in a better position to get more physically strong because you're in a facility that has... Especially like with, if we're talking Big Ten or ASU, yes. when they have these unbelievable facilities, facilities. right? Yeah, so you, you're able to physically develop better. You're able to learn the game and get your hockey IQ better. I do like the practice time there. So I like the NCAA pass. I, I, if you go to development camp tomorrow and you go to training camp in the fall and ask a coach which guys went to college and which guys went to major junior without numbers, you can tell. 
It's the guys that know the practice habits, the guys that are ready for practice on time, the guys that do the, the right things in the weight room, that they know the techniques, that they're just farther mm. along. Mm. And I know a lot of them, when I say that they're farther along, a lot of times they're older. They're a year or two older. That's not uncommon for those college guys, but it's just a different way to develop. I really like it, and it's encouraging that we have so many players on this on this group that that have decided to go that route. Yeah, very interesting. And and another thing he mentioned about going to St. Andrews is it was kind of mirrored the college schedule, yes. and I thought that was really really interesting. Um, one other thing I would want to show this one other video from a round three pick because this might have been one of the. But it's a very short clip, but it's one of the funniest, mm -hmm. uh, most genuine, yeah. like, 18-year-old kids' statements of the day. So Noel Nord, I think that's how you say his name. I'll try my best. Um, sat down at the podium, asked him, how are you feeling? And <laughs> this is what he said. So how are you feeling right now? What are your emotions? Uh, I'm so shocked right now. This is sick. I mean, <laughs> to be a part of Arizona is a dream come true. So, yeah, it's incredible. Wow. This is sick. This is sick. This is sick. I'm, you know, you got to love the honesty. I do. And the smile on his face and yeah. how excited he is. I, I, there's one guy, and, I, and I'm going to go back to him again because we talked about this is sick and how excited he is to play in Arizona. One of the kids when I talked to on, on Walking and Talking, I talked to Tanner Ludke. Um, Minnesota kid? Yeah, the Minnesota kid. But where do his grandparents live? Arizona. Arizona. Surprise. Surprise, Arizona. So guess where the kid went every Christmas awesome. to get out of Minnesota? That's beautiful. Went, he went to visit his grandparents and surprise. And what did they do when they were on vacation? They went to jobbing.com arena. Jobbing at the time. It was. To they went the to Coyotes. jobbing and watched Coyote. So this kid, so when I, Tad Kerlucky, literally grew up a Coyote fan. And I'm not, a Minnesota kid is a Coyote fan wow. drafted by the Coyotes. It is an unbelievable That's story. Awesome. And he's still, his, his grandparents are still in, in Sun City right now. So it's really, we talk about guys wanting to be here and guys want to be a part of this organization. I think they have that. And when we looked at number six last night, we saw Matt Bay-Mitchkov not to become a Coyote. Mm. Maybe there are some players, maybe, that don't want to be Coyotes. And so that maybe they're not. We'll <laughs> leave it at that. Well, you can, you can just say it outright because they did meet with Matt Bay-Mitchkov. I know there were reports because I think people didn't actually watch Bill the day before the draft and understand the tone that he was probably joking or hiding something. They met him. They, went, they did meet yeah. with Matt Bay-Mitchkov. And they got the distinct impression he he wanted no part of the Yotes. And after that meeting, the Yotes wanted no part of him. Yep, great. There and you I go. Don't, I don't think that the Coyotes were alone in that. I but that, uh, who came in here two weeks ago and said there might be a little problem with that? Yeah. Did, did anybody? Hear and me I say wondered. That? I wondered if it was just manufactured or teams getting bad so trying to get him to drop. But he's a bad guy. I, I, I don't. I don't want to go that. I do because I've had people tell me that there are definite concerns, and I think there are some teams, red flags. Other teams are like, mm, there's some red flags. So. Yeah. And so we'll see. Danny Breer's got to handle him with Philadelphia. So we'll see how that goes. Good luck like, to Danny. His talent is great. I don't know. It's a tough town to be tough in. So we'll see. It's crazy all the ex-coyotes in management. Wow, it's just we went, all over the damn place. We went and did a tour. We did a we did a, a walking and not talking. We walked from the draft floor to show the path of a player that he came back. And when we got into the big thing where the, everybody's at the podium, you looked at the first podium. It's general manager Danny Briere, former Coyote, and the next one Kevin Adams, former Coyote, and they were both at consecutive podiums. And there's Brad Tree Living, and there's yeah, uh, it was unbelievable. with him. Chris O'Hearn. Chris O'Hearn. Yeah, that's, it's crazy. The number of coyotes that are involved in each team is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Coyotes worldwide. Crazy. Circle K worldwide. Circle Money. K countrywide. You know what else Everywhere here in Nashville. Here. Everywhere. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's so consistent. I love it. Um, not just for the gas, but for all of the amazing sacks, the polar pops. <laughs> it's hot here. We complain about being hot in Arizona. It is hot here. It's hot um, here. So, yeah, it's Go inside, grab a Polar Pop. When you stop by Circle K, make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff. Right now, you can text PHNX to 31310 to join Circle K's SMS Subscriber Club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. You can head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. We have a very early flight tomorrow. Might not get a lot of sleep. Uh, maybe we have to partake in OG. Petey's already left. Like we Petey haven't, walked we haven't away. welcomed our guests yet. Classic. Petey's just bailing. Um, Petey's going to take an OG's right now. Uh, we have been loving the new uh, 
pink lemonade flavor from OG's. It's Sean's favorite new flavor, and he's not alone in that. Um, absolutely delicious. So make sure you grab yourself the new pink lemonade gummies while you can. It's a limited edition flavor. Don't miss out. You can check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary, but you he's must back. be 21 or older to purchase. What's, hap- guest, What's happening? Well, our guest, we did have a guest. Unfortunately, the guest also is a very important businessman, which oh. we clearly... What's he doing? Is he, is he busy right now? He is unable to attend. Oh, he's, he's ducking us. He uh, he's ducking us. It's all he good. was already, and he said, I can't. I have to jump on a call. Okay, uh, so. Bummer. What, but here he is. But, but, but he can at least stop by. Maybe we'll chat with him for the vlog. He's just yeah. going to come by and say hi really quick, all right. I think. All right. But, well, th- thank but you. we're here, though. But thank, what, thank you, Tyler, from Lemon Exile. Tyler but, but one of the things that happens here at Lemon Exile, and I think you can see it behind us, it's the wall of what? Shame. Is it the wall of shame? What do you have to do to get onto the wall of shame? You got to shotgun a can of wine. Wine. <laughs> Not beer. I say, every wine. time I describe the activity, I do say wine. Yeah. Or I say beer. No. And now I said, I meant to say oh beer, time I said wine. Is it a trophy I, or a statue? I believe Jack Eichel is up there three times. Is that true? Hockey players have come. Tyler would know. He okay. knows all the legends of this okay. place. But hockey players have come here, through okay. here quite regularly. So if, uh, if <laughs> someone were to do this. What's going on here? I, I don't know. Uh, if, 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 if someone were to do this. Oh, no, no, that's you, buddy. buddy. Oh, it's you, all you, Craig. Oh, shotgunning. It's there. all you, Craig. Oh, there is I have no, done this. Oh, you should have got a towel. This there is, is no doubt. There is no, uh, clearly. Craig, wait, you've been telling us. Who has to write a story after this and who has nothing to do? Who, why are we here? Him. Oh, my God. <laughs> and who, who's He's, talked who's about the wall of shame? Who's been talking about this for months? Him. I'm going up on the wall. Uh, you're you're, you're outside. So I will say because this we we is, do I hope have that's it. white. Uh, it is. Oh, it's okay. white. I, I don't know what it is, buddy. It looks uh, white. Right. And Christina's back here, like I can't so wait to bet, get this on video. I will say this: the bet MGM over under of him actually being successful. Here, I say no, and I'm getting the it's hell a out can the way of wine. Am I? Yeah. You buddy, might I don't move know. Your computer too. Like, I could ruin electronic I'm equipment not here. Stupid. Here. I could cost. PHNX a lot of money. I'm just telling you right I'm now. Saying do we put, really but I am moving my laptop. Do we really? But you <laughs> said, look at this. People it. can't wait to capture all this. All right, let's you do it, You wanted to do this, Craig. This is all about you. This is all about the love and exile and this wall of shame. No, we were talking about you, parenting and what moments just, that make your parents proud. I hope my parents you never just watch said, this moment. Jack, don't you want to be right yeah. up there with the Stanley Cup champion, Jack Eichel? Can you do it is the question. The chat is cheering you on. Oh Craig, Craig, Craig. <laughs> Craig right, give me a countdown. Give me a countdown. Craig, Craig. Give me a countdown. Five, four, three, three two, one. one. Oh, he doesn't <laughs> even open. He see, didn't open the other end. You got to open the other end, buddy. <laughs> First time. You got to open the other end. It's not a, it's a, it's a. I know. <sighs> that sound in the headset. Did oh you finish? God, no. <laughs> can't do that. If I open the end, it's gonna get it's gonna rush into my mouth. Well that's the point. <laughs> oh, oh buddy. That's the whole you have no idea how hard that is. Like the beer bong was so much easier. Oh my god. I have failed. Not as you sad. Failed. Oh you failed. You tried. tried. It was you sad. did try. You did try. You did try. Something? Shotgunning yeah. a can of wine is a lot harder than shotgunning a beer. I am. I, I won't. I will never I find out. Both now and wow. I will say this, Craig. I, I know you were not successful. He, no, he did not. Did he do it? Are you kidding? She's so disappointed Thank in you him. For your sympathy. I appreciate. <laughs> but there was no doubt he was not going to do this. But he didn't. He also didn't open the other end. So. Uh. But that's it. the whole thing. It's gravity. It's physics. Oh, it was coming in just fine. Trust me. It was coming in just fine. Well, I appreciate you trying, and I appreciate you doing that here at Love and Exile, and they've been fantastic here for the Most last two days. Most of it is in me, and I still have to write a story. They, they've so been fantastic thanks. the last two days, by the way. They've yeah. been fantastic. Oh, by the way, thanks. I want to say this to all the diehards right now, all of my copy editors out there in the diehard community, and I have a lot of them. If you see typos in my story tomorrow, give me a pass. <laughs> Just give me a pass, okay? <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, yeah. oh, boy. Well, that was fun. I, I appreciate that. Craig and I appreciate you setting us paper. They've been great here. And if you are coming to Nashville, get off Broadway for at least a meal or a, or a, a wine and stop up at Love and Exile. Yeah, Say hi awesome to Tyler place. from Vancouver. Mackenzie behind the bar. He's been amazing. Vibes are immaculate. The vibes are yeah, fantastic. This it's been great incredible. here. I yep. love it. The food is amazing, right? Don't you, go in the basement. You tried a bunch of it. Yeah, don't go in the basement. You might not come up again. No, we're kidding. Five really. dollar super chat. Petey's no, turn. I can't, I can't do it. I won't do it. So that's. <laughs> I didn't pick the next time. I picked the bar. I'll you guys do are like open the open the end. I'm like, buddy, I can't take any more in my mouth. I just not at, at this point. It was it it was. Yeah. Oh boy. 
What did All you right. say? Nothing. Let's, nothing. We're going right, to move on. We're going to move on. Let's finish up talking about <laughs> today's draft. Um, and these guys were not in the building today, but the Arizona Coyotes did add three more guys um, outside of the goalies and round three. Terrell Goldsmith, Justin Kipke, and Samu Bao. I hope I said all those names right. What do these guys have in common? 6'3", 6'3", 6'5". So it just continues Crazy, along. Right? This, so this team's going to be huge. So, and most of these guys will be available. Most of them, not all of them, can get here in time. But development camp starts next week. The Russians won't. The Belarusian won't. Yeah, but, but they can't but because of contracts. But our good friend Stan Wilson, oh, right God. now, he like wait, he's going what? Like at six five? What? Like Ray Whitney's pants ain't gonna fit, so they got to go to a different. <laughs> they're pulling out the extra, extra, wow. extra large bin. This is gonna be really interesting. I can't wait to see some of these guys play. More importantly, I can't wait to see some of them on our show. We will be the ones who speak English. We will be at the ice stand every day next week, and we'll Almost be talking to guys. Do well, they, I will be. Do they draft anybody with special punctuation? I don't think that they did this time around. I don't think they did. Think they did. Can you believe that so that's, for you? That's, that's, that's the one good reason for not drafting so Dvorsky. Oh, here, let's look. At, let's do a final recap. Yeah, okay. of there it is. Who the guys? Who they picked? Um, obviously, round one. Is it? It's just Simashev, right? It's not Shimashev. It's just Simashev. Yeah, right? there's, I there's an extra H. Yeah, my B, my B. Daniel Boo. They got uh, Michael Robble. Uh, Robble? Did we decide on that? We got Robble. Yeah. Robble. Um, they got Cas. Castagna. <laughs> We're going with Castagna. I'm, I'm sorry. Jonathan Castagna from here on out. Noel, Noel Noor, Tanner Ludke, Vadim Moroz, Terrell Goldsmith, Justin Kipke, Samu Bao, and, uh, and uh, Carson yeah, Musser. That's because it's out of order out on of my order. document. Melker yeah, Thielen as yeah, well. So 12 guys, they, they drafted all 12. The most players that Kaidos have drafted since the draft went down to seven rounds. Yeah. And, and we asked them today, did you expect to execute all? And, of course, Daryl and, and Ryan both said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course Yeah. Because yeah, any they're... scout you ever talk to, are like, yeah, we would have taken 14. You should see a scout when, when they've got a pick. Like, we've been there, too. And the scouts are like, we've got a pick at 32. And they're like, oh, God, it's a 27. It's a 28. And the Coyotes have traded pick. Thir- oh, and they're just like, they're yeah. like, no, <laughs> why did I drive to Moose Jaw? Like, they didn't need that report. <laughs> It's hilarious. They just like so the whole true. year literally wasted. Yeah. Oh, Everything yeah, they yeah. did. And it's this it's this their one moment in yep. the sun, right? This, yep. this is their moment this year, and then, then you're gonna take picks away from me? What? Yeah, I know it's what? crazy. Come on. But here's what's funny though. It, it, it the way Bill treats this staff, the scouting staff is here. And I and I don't wanna he the scouting staff for the coyotes is treated differently than they have in the past. And this is true. They're, yeah. He looks at them here sometimes in staffs, they're looked at as here as almost an ancillary outside part, but their job is so important. It's the lifeblood of the organization. It's what drives everything. Yes. So having them here for the first time and since I've been here and for twenty five years, this is the first time it's been here. We'll see if it makes a difference. More on that. The suits, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest. The suits take a lot of criticism of around the league. And, and any time I hear it, and I'm not going to name names. I heard it today I heard it quite in the media bit. room. Just I, I, just, I just look at the people and I'm like, what's wrong with you? Just have some fun. Why do you care so much about whether, well, they shouldn't draw more attention to the organization. They're having fun. Do you think it's, do you think They're now it's, it's, it's taken on a whole new life now? Oh, yes. Yeah. I they do are aware of the criticism, and, and it's almost and like a, a big middle it. finger so to they're anyone leaning who into it. Yeah, so they, I, t- I told yep. Bill, I told Ryan, and I told Daryl, I said, next year, sand. Oh. They're thinking about it, and I think it's a good call. And I think sand is a good call. They might leave it up to the fans. We're literally sitting here talking about what suits the scouts are going to wear a I, year I, from I don't now. want them to go. You like, want to you want to talk retro. more about the the draft? No, no, you haven't spent enough time talking I about don't. it. But I mean, I don't. Uh, to your point on Can the we scouts, we're talking about like, Celebrini, Macklin, Celebrini. <laughs> oh, we do, we're not going here anymore. Like we're not going to get excited about this. Eiserman. Let's just assume that the Cadets are going to pick like fifth next year. Okay, because that's how. The odds are for them always. Can we? That's can how we the get a hockey can, treat next them. year? Because we've rumored to hear it's at a certain city next year. Could could we kind of try to once we hear a color, get 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 a color from Bill, and then should we try to mimic it? Yes. And then we try to show up like even it's a it's a like the cheap J.C. Penny version. Can we try? <laughs> no, no offense to J.C. Penny. It's just a, their cost savings. A wonderful company, um, but. I don't, I don't think they're going to be upset. That you don't you think made they're watching? Comment. No. You know? Okay. The, the, but, the big uh, suits at JC Are you guys? I'm willing to commit to that. Yeah, sure. I'm. I'm in. Okay. Craig. Craig had nothing to say, but that's JC Petty okay. just unfollowed us. By the way, <laughs> that would be a step up for Craig. 
Did I say that? Did I say that? Bougie. Can you tell we've spent a lot of time together yeah, this week? Oh, yeah. no, I think Santa is a good call, but just back to the scouts for a second. What you're saying is it's true, first of yeah. all, and it's so important, right? Yeah. Like, what's wrong with treating the scouts like that? What's What's wrong with lifting them up and acknowledging just how critical they are to the franchise? Yep. I like the way he treats them around the draft. I it's do. cool. It's their moment. It's their yep, time. I agree. It's not about other people. It, it's about the scouts, of course, and then about the draft picks, but... These are the guys that put in Completely those crazy agree. hours, did those crazy drives like you talked about. It's one of the worst jobs in hockey. It is. It's a grind. Horrific. It's a nonstop grind. Yep. And like 363 days of the year or maybe a little less, maybe 360, nobody talks about these guys. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, 100% agree. Yeah. I 100% agree. And, and there are there are the forgotten guys, yeah. and, but they're so important. And, yep. and so I, I'm, I'm curious to see this. And I keep saying this about Bill. He did it before. I trust him to do it again. And it's looking. Right now, it's looking like he's doing it the right way. It just does, but... 20 years in the business, right? Yeah. 20 years so, as a scout. You know, and, and, and the, the more teams you talk to, they go, well, I don't know if they're doing it right. I don't know if the Coyotes are doing it right. Or they, that was a reach for that. And, well, Bill's... We'll see. Bill... We'll see. Did something a lot of those guys didn't do. He participated in a Stanley Cup winner. So, until, until it's been proven wrong, just wait. And I, I really... I. I Everybody's I, a critic. I wanted to succeed, and you look at the things that they're doing, and I still think they're on the right path. Do I think this year is going to be a good year? No. Everybody asks me, well, they're going to be – no, they're not going to be better. This could be worse we than last year. We should talk about that. We, we should will. talk about that. This summer, We yeah. will. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. I Don't get excited. I'm not saying that this winning is starting tomorrow. Right. This the, is going to be The idea painful. of taking a step forward means more like they're going to infuse more youth into Correct. their lineup. Yep. And what happens when you infuse youth into your lineup? Yep. There's more of that erratic, yeah, we're going to win some, we're going to lose some. But you get a glimpse yep. of the future, and that's that's what the, it's about. You this get is taste. what Ottawa did two years ago. Yes. And everybody goes, oh, Ottawa's ready. Look at all this young skill. And they got their ass kicked. Yep. But now it's two years down the road. You go, oh, my God, that guy's been in the league four years now, and he's 24? Oh. And that's what, that's what the Coyotes need to get to. And I think it's I think it's going to start next year. We need to see those young players getting the opportunity to play in better situations, and then they'll continue to develop. And I think ultimately they'll become a, a winning group. I, I like the path this team is on. I yeah. think that was another thing that a lot of the players were asked, like, oh, what are you, who, what are you excited about in Arizona? And a lot of them mentioned the youth and, and the, the young guys. Cooley was mentioned a ton. Yep. Clayton Keller mentioned. So I don't know. The future is bright. We got to have a lot of patience. Um, but it's exciting. Yeah. And the other thing they should be excited about coming to this franchise, and we learned it last season, is Andre Tourigny. He really, really knows how Another to Another show we're going to spend time on with one year left on his contract. We won't talk about it today. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Um, I did want to make sure we acknowledge the $2 super chat from Mike um, said sissies. I think it was about <laughs> PD refusing <laughs> to do a sure shotgun and Craig and not doing stones. a very good job. Um, also, <laughs> Ethan left us a, a, a comment to give us a like on this video. If you're watching us on YouTube live or after, hit the like button. Give a big like for the PHNX crew giving the best draft party, boat cruise, and draft coverage on and off the floor. Ethan, we appreciate it. We have had the best week here um, with our diehards here in Nashville. Let's give them here. A yeah. Thank you, to guys. To the diehards, thank you Thanks guys for, out. for coming. This has this been was, so fun. It was. It was the so boat, much fun. The it's boat a, was amazing. It yeah. is a community. It's a family. Yeah, it's and amazing. I, I saw people yesterday, oh, we're, yeah, we're leaving this place. We're going to give you, do you need a ride? Yeah, I'll get a ride. Like, that's what we want. They, everyone went to dinner the other night. Awesome. Amazing. Fantastic. Um, and, and for those not here who have been here in the chat day in, day out this whole week. Um, I know CWP we, we would appreciate. love to be here and Chris and there's yeah. so many more. <laughs> so many more. We, appre- yeah. we, we appreciate each and every one of you. Um, so thank you and, and be sure to give us a thumbs up on this video. Um, Check out, we're, we're here in Tennessee, but as soon as I get yep. back to Arizona, I'm going to get on the BetMGM app because you know what tomorrow is? It's Friday, and on Fridays, you can claim a bonus bet Fantastic. on BetMGM. Um, every Friday, you just log into the app, boom, free bonus bet. Um, so make sure you do that. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use the bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If it loses with BetMGM, again, make sure you use the bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer.
Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. You know, luckily we've had some amazing beverages here at Love and Exile, but um, I have been missing Four Peaks this so week. Not being able is, to order at the bars has been upsetting. We have a show tomorrow at X o'clock because <laughs> we're not sure when we're going to get there. Whenever we land tomorrow, could be nine in the morning. We with the airports today, it could be noon. I it could be Saturday. I don't know. Oh. Whenever it is, we are going to go right to the studio and do a show. And what are we going to do? I'm wowing it up. For a breakfast beer tomorrow at 9 a.m. Cracking open a cold one. I, am, I can't wait for my phone. Like what are we going to be talking like about tomorrow? Mar- I'm committing to it. What? what are we talking about tomorrow? Free agency. H. K. <laughs> well, we know Petey doesn't ever look ahead of time, so. Free I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing. A, I'm grabbing a Four Peaks the Lots first time I walk in the door at 9 a.m. Yeah, but let's talk Lots about Four Peaks. Lots of Russia's Bill. Can we talk yeah. about Four Peaks? We four can talk Peaks. About four Peaks. Check them out wherever you buy your beer. Yeah, um, is it open at A Street Pub open at 9 a.m.? I don't know, but they do have brunch on weekends, so check that out. Yeah, and Swing by the A Street Pub, amazing, amazing food as well. So you can check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub. To keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery, must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Fantastic. Anything else you guys want to talk about I'm going to talk with, hit Craig's point, too. We are going to literally go from our early, early morning flight. We hope. To the studio. To the studio. And do a show the second we get there live. Yes. Maybe and not the second, maybe well, like set within yeah. the hour. Because this stuff, for yeah. those, you know, that have to do some work before we set up. I don't. Yeah, neither do I, really. So she me has. and Sean. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, we're gonna, so I would advise people to watch that show because there are various groups of this group that decided they might not need to sleep tonight. There are others in this group that think maybe sleep might be important. You decide who that is. You, the answer may surprise you. As you would that's it. That's We've been it. to Tootsie. Been, been a minute. Hey, yo, been a minute. haven't been since Monday. Before been, we go, yeah. before we go, we've already shouted out the diehards, but I need to shout out you guys. Sean DePaz behind behind the camera there, and Shane Diefenbach wherever and he Mc- is. And Michaela Perkins. Hiding. Where's she? There she is. She's over She's there. She's over there. Hiding. We killed it this week. I, yeah. I feel like we killed it. I've been in this business a very, very long time, and the content we put out every day, every minute, it felt like was just amazing. Like I talked about this when I made the decision to join PHNX a long time ago. I like the possibilities here. This weekend, or this week, I guess is midweek. It's not a weekend. Feels you, like as, it, as the draft usually yeah. is. This event right here was what I envisioned. We we executed so well. Thank you guys. We we Thank killed you. it. We Cheers. killed it this week. Cheers, Cheers, you guys. Had a blast. I'm not gonna hold up that yeah. beer yeah, can. No. Had a blast. I'm ashamed. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. 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 We, we appreciate you guys so much. Um, to our diehards, we we sincerely we love you. And if you want to join the family, you can become a diehard today. Go phnx.com slash diehard. Get 20% off merch, 20% off events. We have exclusive shirts. This that this crew only I did, has. I, I, I'm like, I'll wear it tomorrow. I promise. Yeah, I, I think I might wear mine on the show too. I was going to wear it too. today and it just um, got away from me. And access to Craig's diehard only content, access to our Discord, just a ton of great perks to becoming a diehard. So become a diehard today. Join the PHNX family. Craig, I echo what you say. I'm so proud of the work we've done this week. Um, and it doesn't stop because we got free agency Saturday that we're previewing tomorrow. And then we got development camp all next Monday. week. And we are going to be there um, Monday yep. and Tuesday. If anyone's able to take work off, it's open to the public. So if you're down at the ice den, come say hi to us. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it from us in Nashville. Fantastic. I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. And, oh, one more thing. You know, Shane Diefer. Diefenbach, who's right behind me here, he has done a tremendous every, amount of work on our daily. Every video you've seen. But he's done these daily vlogs where he kind of showed what we did Whoa. all week. <laughs> please, 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 if if you really want the inside look at Nashville behind the curtain. The vlogs are amazing. Go look at the vlogs. Behind the curtain, wink, wink. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I literally don't understand what that meant. Uh, but it was. Continue. He's got a cocktail. So. Okay. <laughs> but, but please check out his amazing work. And it yes, can show us all the fun we had on the boat and and, and by the on, way, on whenever we do draft yeah, coverage again, um, Shane's coming. Shane is coming yeah. now. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Shane, if you have other responsibilities because he doesn't. <laughs> F him. You're coming to the no, draft. Go you watch the vlogs. They're a lot of fun. The draft. No, I'm just saying he has to be here 
all drafts from here on out. Sure. Okay, so Brandon Critical. So Brandon said, where is the host from yesterday? So Brandon, that's Sean, and he oh, is behind buddy. our Mac. He doesn't hey, have a mic on. right now, but yeah, Sean, come here. Where is that host? Come um, on, come on here. down. There he is. He is a there huge is. part of the show. We couldn't do it without him. Sean, <laughs> Five amazing. hours yesterday yeah, with the heavy lifting. Shit. Where's Mac? Where's Mac? We yeah. gotta get Mac, Mac on the camera. Mac. Mac, where are come, you? Come say hi. Come wave. Don't. So... Sean DePaz, five hours live yeah. carrying Unreal. the show. Seriously. Unreal. Job. Appreciate him so much. Shane the deep and lock. And then everything you Michaela saw Perkins. on social media. Michaela Perkins. Michaela. And so amazing now. job. Twittergram. <laughs> awesome stuff. So. Twittergram. Oh, Instaface. She yeah. was all over it. <laughs> yeah. Follow PHNX Sports on Instagram and TikTok, yeah, by Mac the way. Churning out, churning yeah. out content. That's a lot of work. Her thumbs yeah. are barely and, 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 and NHL, yeah. listen, better Wi-Fi, okay? Better Wi-Fi. Oh. Amen. Oh. <laughs> An annual tra- Boy, two howdy. annual traditions at the draft. Gary Bedman gets booed, and the Wi-Fi Bad sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, everybody. All right, well, this has Appreciate been a blast. You. We're going to wrap up here. <laughs> to everybody in our chat, thank you. For everybody watching, listening after the fact, thank you. Everybody here in person, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, this exciting next chapter for the Coyotes, and we'll be here every step of the way, five days a week live so be sure to subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel so you never miss a thing and you can follow all of our adventures on twitter at s peters hockey at leah merrill at craig s morgan at sean under, underscore to pause at shane deef at well, i don't know michaela's at what's michaela e at michaela e perkins there we go woo i'm not used to saying that one and of course follow the show at phnx underscore coyotes Everybody enjoy the rest of your Thursday, L-F-G. and we will, fingers crossed, hopefully see you live from the PGNX studios tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Bye. See ya.